Welcome to Tech Talk with me, David Dondi. If you have questions or want to find out more about something, drop me a line at david at fmr.co.za and you can find me on at David Dondi on most social media channels. That's D-A-V-I-D-D-O-N-D-E and of course the podcast on fmr.co.za. For the record, I love bicycles and cycling. The simple efficiency of it all and the easy repairs and the modularity of most things, except for the gears. You see, since gear shifting came to be vital to our cycling pleasure and performance, complexity went up. In the early days, we used friction shifters. Pull a lever and a cable pulled a derailleur to the next gear. It required feel and mechanical sensitivity. Then in the late 1980s, we got index shifting, and each click of a shifter was a gear. It worked. Well, really, but the complexity did go up. Different manufacturers had different lengths of pull per gear, and you needed your shifter to match your derailleur, both make and often model were essential to be matched, and then we got electronic shifting, and the number of gears on the rear has gone from 3 to as many as 13. Now we need even more matching, and now your cluster or cogs need to match your derailleur, which needs to match your shifter. For example, I'm on a 12-speed mountain bike, or 1x12 as it is called, uh, and wanted to replace the cluster on my SRAM Eagle drivetrain. The gear set is eye-wateringly expensive, and I wear them out pretty regularly. Now, luckily, other manufacturers make compatible sets, but it turns out it makes the shifting go from slick and a delight to crappy, unless the gods happen to smile upon you. So I went down a customary rabbit hole and found the Archer DX1 electronic shifter. It is an electronic shifter that makes almost any mechanical derailleur work with almost any gear set, even if the speeds don't match. So you could have an 11-speed cluster with a 12-speed derailleur or vice versa, as a side note, the length of derailers still matters due to change length issues. So I bought and paid for my own Archer shifter and server for $369, which is a small fortune, admittedly. You get a server box with a very neat and clever strap system which goes in your chainstay, and that has a short length of gear cable and housing. This short length is under 10 centimeters, and it's a win, as gear stretch is eliminated and cable life is vastly increased. And yes, it is a standard cable and housing, if you wanted to ask. Setup took about three minutes. The included battery charger is the only real pain, as the AA-looking batteries require removal for charging. They aren't AA, by the way, but they are off-the-shelf rechargeables of a slightly unusual size. Then the shifter goes wherever you want it. Now for the magic. Software on, go into the settings mode and tell it how many gears you've got, and it covers everything. And then you go through quick calibration. It really was quick. Honestly, it's easier than setting up a mechanical shifter. I set mine to overshift, and this overshift mode means that it pushes the chain slightly past the optimum spot for perfectly quiet gears, and it does this to accelerate shifting, and then it goes slightly back to the exactly right place. It's absolutely wonderful. The shifter has an adjustment button and allows trailside calibration adjustments. I only had to use that the first ride or two to perfectly set one or two gears that felt a little different in, in the real world. The result was amazing shifting with the reputedly worst shifting cluster, and the cheapest I may add, the combo of cheaper cluster and gear shift roughly coming to the same cost as one OME cluster, a win as far as I'm concerned. If the battery does go flat, you do get to choose which gear it should automatically shift to, and the thing just works. 
So you get a lot of riding on one battery on the gears. I ride a fair bit and I seem to need charging three or four times a year. The other win is the shifter is light, and by light I mean a light push. I have an injury on my thumb that makes mechanical click shifters near impossible for my right hand after a few pushes, and this one is super light. But beyond that, I could have it set for my left hand if I wanted to. And that's the real joy. It's adaptable to any situation. Think bikes for the less abled, or ones where you need the shifter in a weird position where the cables are impossible to easily run. The Archer covers it all, and they have just announced more powerful batteries and new shifter options. It just doesn't play nice with other electronic systems or hydraulic systems. And and think about that. If you have you know a hand cycle or something like that where incredibly long cables would normally make uh, uh, gear shifting impossible to set accurately, this just works. It's well worth a look in the Archer DX1. It works way better than I thought it would. And that's it for me this week. If you've got questions or want to find out more about something, David at fmr.co.za, and you can find me on at David Dondi on my social media channels. And, of course, the podcast on fmr.co.za.